0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits, compliance-related guidance or strategy.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, Can you remind me of the notices I need to provide during open enrollment? Well, that's a very timely question, considering that many of our clients are currently preparing for open enrollment time due to having calendar year plans. However, even if it is not your open enrollment season, it is a good refresher regarding notices you need to provide. So what are the notices you should be including with your open enrollment materials? First, the Summary of Benefits and Coverage or SBC. This is a document for the medical plan or plans that you offer and should be given to you by your medical plan carrier or TPA. It is an ACA or Affordable Care Act requirement and is easily recognizable as it is a federal template. Four pages, but really eight because it is double-sided and it has charts that are blue in color. Second, the HIPAA Notice of Special Enrollment Notice. This is a very short federal notice regarding the events that would allow employees and or dependents to join your plan mid-year. Just as a reminder, those events allowed under federal HIPAA law are marriage, birth, adoption, or loss of other coverage. Third, the Women's Health and Cancer Rights Act Notice. This notice is a required federal notice regarding protections to patients who choose to have breast reconstruction in connection with a mastectomy. Fourth, the HIPAA wellness program disclosure. This notice is required only if you have a standards-based wellness program, which requires employees to achieve a certain standard to receive a reduction in their premiums. If you do not have a standards-based wellness program that is required to offer reasonable alternative standards, you are not required to provide this notice. And fifth, the Medicare Part D Creditable or Non-Creditable Coverage Notice. You are required to provide this notice prior to October 15th every year, which is the start of the Medicare open enrollment period, but you are also required to provide it in your enrollment materials for both new enrollees and at open enrollment. While you are preparing these notices, it would also be a good idea to verify that certain notices are in your plan documents. Those would be the grandfathered status notice, but only if your plan is still considered grandfathered under the Affordable Care Act, and frankly there aren't many plans that are still grandfathered, and another ACA required notice, the patient protections choice of provider disclosure, which is only required if your plan requires enrollees to designate a primary care provider, and the Newborn's Disclosure Act, which is about hospital stays for the birth of a child. Again, these should be in your plan document, if applicable. All of these enrollment notices can be included in a benefit guide or similar type of handout that you provide for open enrollment. You can also post these notices electronically, as long as you call them out individually and communicate to your employees where to find them, and that paper copies can be requested. And that is your Comply
0: on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.